This episode of Project Random Podcast was brought to you by Thursday Night Live TNL, happening every Thursday at Spice Route, an authentic Asian restaurant in Lagos. TNL is a beautiful night of great food, delicious drinks, and amazing music. Project Random was recorded at Artrubika Studios, Lagos, Nigeria. This is Mina on your favorite podcast. Well, I hope it's your favorite podcast. It's about to be. Well, I I hope so. <laughs> I hope I hope you 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 really you know you love my podcast. Anyways, um, today I have Gafar Ali with me, and we are talking about well, every single episode is always something interesting. And, well, this is totally random, and because. I feel like a lot of Nigerians right now are uh, caught up in this um, in this thing that it makes sense to talk about it. Well, at least have an episode where we talk about it. I've, I've had it. I've been thinking about it for a while. Um, I didn't have anyone smart enough I could <laughs> I could talk to about it That's until just I too met much pressure. until I met <laughs> until I met Gafar or rather we met Gafar. <laughs> it's just too much pressure. And too then I realized pressure. how smart he was. I'm like, oh shit, you got you have to be on my podcast. So um, today we're going to talk about pyramids scams, yeah. and scams. Yeah. And I'm going to start off with a story. See, um, sometime in December, I was doing my hair with my hairdresser. Normally, it's a braid, box braids. And this babe was like, you have to get in on this thing, this MMM thing. And I'm like, babe, you do realize that. Well, I think it was November. It wasn't December because it crashed in December, right? Yeah, that's when it, it took crashed, the, uh, It crashed in December. Break for a month. Yeah. December, yeah. So um, it was a week before it took the crash, before it took the, the break, literally a week. And this babe goes, I church members are doing this thing and it's so fantastic. I should buy in. And I told her, I said, look, this this thing is not going to last. I can tell you that we didn't, I, this thing is going to crash very soon. She goes, no, you know, they've been doing it for months. You know, her, her fiance had, had gotten, or his fiance had gotten about 300k from it already. And she was, she had just put in her money, about 100. Wow. And she wanted to, you know, make that, you know, make that, because you, you get the 30% um, 30% profit, right? So she was trying to get me to buy in. And I told her, no, I'm not interested. She's like, okay, you know what? Just bring 10,000 naira and we'll start off from there. I'm like, nah, man. 10,000 naira is a lot of money from right you now. Can let go to 10, spend on, uh, no, to spend on a pyramid scheme. How much, how much do you spend when you go out to eat? I'll give you that 10,000. To spend on a pyramid scheme. Oh, you do have a point. (laughs) I'm not saying I can't spend that money on investment, but on a pyramid scheme. And she begged me, begged me, begged me. I was like, okay, yeah, sure. I'll think about it. It was just to get her off my back, right? Yeah. And she kept on buzzing me, thinking that I was actually quite serious. Then I think a week after, the whole story about the thing crashing or there there being a hold up and they weren't paying anymore. Mm -hmm. And her money got stuck. Her fiance's money got stuck. 
everybody in their church many got stuck. Wow. Yeah. So when I spoke to her last, I asked her that, have you gotten your money back? She goes, no, that they're still owing her about 100k. That if she can just get her, her capital, capital huh? back, she will be fine. So and this she's is not somebody in the, exactly. In and return exactly, anyway. this is somebody that is scraping by. When I mean scraping by, um, she lives at Mui. Okay. She's um, um she has a she's she has her own shop, right? It probably makes about maybe three hundred, one hundred k per month. Mm-hmm. She's also quite extravagant, as far as I'm concerned. You know, she has Gucci bags. <laughs> yeah, mm. babe has Gucci bags. She has no original shop. I'm serious, original. Ah. Uh-uh. Yeah, she has Gucci bags. Okay. She has Louis Vuitton shoes. I need a whole couple. <laughs> <laughs> I, want yes, to she, I want to know where she's getting her own bag from. And she's 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 pretty extravagant. And she, but when I mean scraping by though, when it comes to the money she spends on her business and the money she spends, she's constantly having to hike up her prices okay. to keep up with her lifestyle. Right. I mean, when I started doing braids with her like last like two years ago. Mm. I was paying like three thousand naira. Now I pay about ten thousand. Is that just because of general inflation, or you think? She's I don't. Trying to she's just. She's just trying to keep up with her lifestyle. She thinks okay. I can afford it, so. Oh, you yeah. can. Yes, I can. But, <laughs> <laughs> but my point is, she's trying to. She was just trying to be. Um, She's been try- using me to. I've been using me and clients well, like me. Bags, have you? Exactly. So <laughs> the very first day I saw her, she had a Gucci bag. I was like, I don't even have a Gucci bag. <laughs> I don't forget the car that I'm driving. I don't have a freaking Gucci bag, you know. So, <laughs> anyways, moving on. Back to the gist. So now we're gonna go into pyramid scheme or how they originally started i think it started with the ponzi scheme right yeah charles ponzi um in the 20s mm-hmm. yeah, in the states so essentially what a ponzi scheme is is you keep recruiting um, new members to an to an investment scheme mm-hmm. and all you're doing is paying the earlier investors with capital from the new investors so uh, that's pretty much it and they've been existing for as long as we've been alive and uh, we're still going to have more i mean history always repeats itself right people haven't learned the lessons from the 20s there have been several scams in the past, okay, especially well, in Nigeria. So, what what are your like? MMM came into Nigeria in two thousand and. MMM was not the first, though. No, it wasn't the first. Yeah. There's, in fact, with pyramid schemes, um, there have been quite a number of them in Nigeria before MMM. I had heard of one called Helping Hands. Well. Yeah, Plan Helping well. Hands. I mean, several. Yeah, <laughs> uh, what about what about Forever Living Products? Is that is that one of them as well? well? That's oh. That's L L. That's, that's an MLM. That's a multi-level marketing that's, plan. That's com- something completely yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. But the what's thing the is, difference between that and and the pyramid scheme? Well, multi-level marketing plans are not illegal, right? And what they do is that you're basically trying to sell a product. Mm-hmm. It might be beauty products. Mm-hmm. It might be alcohol. Mm-hmm. So what you're doing is recruiting salespeople, mm-hmm. and you get a commission mm-hmm. of the sales from your people that you recruited. Mm-hmm. So let's say I introduce um, five people to a multi-level multi-level marketing plan mm-hmm. and they sell 1,000 naira worth of alcohol each, right? Mm-hmm. I get a commission from their sales. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a bottom feeding the top, basically. Okay. So they're not illegal. But the thing is, there are so many variants um, running around these days. And the thing is, multi-level marketing schemes have never really worked. Really? They are so unstable. So, so stuff like so stuff like Swiss Golden. That's a multi-level marketing. Plan. Or yeah. um, what's it called Swiss Golden or 
um, Bitcoin is that for? No, no, Bitcoin is a cryptocurrency. It's a digital currency. There's nothing wrong with Bitcoin. Okay. There's nothing wrong. It's okay, legit. So yeah, you can you can buy stuff with Bitcoin on the internet. You can do yeah, you but, can pay for stuff anywhere with Bitcoin. But, but then it's isn't the still the same thing? You have to introduce somebody else. No, no, Bitcoin you don't have to introduce anybody. Oh really? You can actually purchase Bitcoin. I think they go for about close to a thousand dollars now or pounds. Because somebody somebody was telling me recently that I had to. He, he approached me and said um, he wanted me to join um, this community called um, Zafond, mm. where you could start, you know, own a Bitcoin um, collection or whatever. So what did they do? What does Zafond do for you? Um, Zafond basically buys the Bitcoins for you. And you put in some money. There's a buy-in, obviously, okay. a certain amount of money. They buy the bitcoins, then you know, and then you just basically store it until um, it increases in value, and then you sell it off again, and then, then so buy more. Why do I need to go? So to it's like trading. Why so can't I just buy bitcoins? So it's like trading. It's like trading it. It's like trading it. Um, it's like trading it. Trading stocks or trading, you know. Yeah, but I mean, currency I, or something. I don't know. Too, I don't know too much about Zafon, but the thing is, if you need to buy. Bitcoin or any other financial instrument, you mm-hmm. can just go directly to the source. Okay. You don't need an intermediary like Zafon to purchase it. Okay. Unless you guys are pulling money together to buy Bitcoin. I know it's expensive. But yeah, I don't see why. Expensive. Yeah, I don't it's I don't expensive. see. I, I yeah, I mean I do your buy, research. Because the buy in yeah. is quite it's quite high. And when when you approach me, I think for some reason thinks I had the money. <laughs> 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 he knows you for some reason, for some reason, nigga thought I had the money, and he kept on buzzing me and doing, "Oh, you have to do this. Oh, you have to do it. you." You know, he had me to groups, sent me videos. Okay, so if he's everything, try, so he was, was trying, trying to, to recruit lobby, you. Yes, trying to recruit you me. You see, there's a problem. Then, then he has a, he has, he's probably getting a commission of introducing you. Yeah. So at the end of the day, he's getting a commission of the amount of bitcoin you buy right yeah most likely so at that point what is this what is he really selling is he selling you just at the end of the day it's it's, it's unstable it's going it's so going, it's what about so what about so what about um swiss golden well swiss golden is um well it's not it's not for everybody mm-hmm. you have to be an aggressive salesman to make it work and that's going to be like maybe two percent of the general population right mm-hmm so what what happens? But, but, with... but uh, from what I noticed, because I have I have a friend that introduced me to it recently. It turns out that it works on a team basis. Yeah. So let's say I'm the team leader, right? Mm-hmm. I'm the first person on the on the hierarchy. I have to look for two people. Okay. It works in a system of eight. I I do remember that because when I because when I read about the pyramid schemes, I know that they're always in a level of eight. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. There is level where there's a captain, which is the team leader. Mm. Then they have the head so, Exactly. And they have two, you know, two assistants. Mm, sergeants. Exactly. And after that, they have two right down all the yeah. way till they get to the fourth level. So it's always eight. Yeah. Um, that's and from that point on, from that last level, they get to start. They sell off and they get get to start all over again. Okay. So that's 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 what the basic. Uh, pyramid scheme is okay. now Swiss Golden. What they've done is to kind of based on that, but not specifically like that. So, for example, I could be the head hunter. Mm-hmm. He could be right under me, Gafar, and um, say my friend Shola. And Shola could be like, "Okay, this shit is not for me." You know, I have gotten my two. You've gotten your two. Shola's gotten her two. So Shola goes, "This isn't for me. I'm going to sell out." 
and she sells out. She's, she makes a profit from those two that she's introduced and recruited. She sells out, gets her gold or gets her money, whatever it is oh, that she oh, wants. Hold on. Let's, let's, let's take it back now. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me that if I introduce just two people to Swiss Golden, mm-hmm. I make a return on my initial investment. Yes, you do. And you don't have to pay anything else. Okay. That's not what I, that's not what I heard. <laughs> no, no, you don't. That's not what I, that's, that's not, not, that's not, that's, really? that's not what Cause I Really? Because she sent me, she sent me proper detail because, you know, I knew I was going to do this podcast. So okay. I, I needed proper details on what Swiss Golding was. Okay. Okay. Let's, um, every business Have has to be offering something, exactly. right? Exactly. So, so, so they're offering, so they're offering, so what offering, are they offering? They're offering gold. Okay. Gold. Are you but buying the gold? You're not buying the gold. Ah. Well, you are buying a store to sell the gold. You're buying a store to sell the gold. Exactly. <laughs> You're buying, exactly, you're buying the store to, to sell the gold. Why do I need to buy a store to sell gold? An online store, a online website. Online store? Yeah, to sell, to, sell, to get sell the gold. Okay. And this is where all your revenue goes into. So if you recruit other people who could possibly buy the gold, right, all you have to do is introduce them. They pay the buying fee, mm-hmm. and then you get benefits by by introducing these people and then they have to look for their own two people and mm-hmm. then they have to look for their own two people and then they have to look for their own two people so in all of this we are not selling gold all we are doing is just getting people to pay an initial investment exactly to buy to gold. purchase gold, gold right yeah so not gold is not being sold while I'm introducing while I'm bringing two people onto nope, the plan right nope, no it's not so how are they making their money you have to be selling something have, right well they, they claim they're selling gold <laughs> they claim they're selling gold they're making actually purchasing Man, and you selling know what? gold to be, to be honest with you mm-hmm. if you're going to put your money in Swiss gold and do your research right and yeah. this is what I tell people right mm-hmm. Um, what are they selling? If you're not buying gold, they sell, what, they're, sell, what, what are, they're yeah, selling yeah. gold, but they're trying to do, they're trying to, instead of doing traditional marketing, which mm-hmm. is what they call it, they're doing um, marketing. MLM, by, no, they're multi-level doing, marketing. Well, more like marketing by word of mouth. That's what they call it. Yeah. So what they do is they tell you, okay, come buy, you, at least you had no, at least two people who can afford to buy into it okay. and it's it's still it's still revenue for you you still get your money back it's yeah, not like I, okay let you, me it's, uh, you get your money back it's not like you you never get anything back if for example you invest um 500k into it today you would get your 500k back is there any guarantee for a guarantee of that well they say they, they there is you can sue them to court and who's going to sue swiss golden where are they, yeah. where are the offices london apparently okay Okay, this is what I know about Swiss gold. Mm-hmm. I might be, I might be wrong, but mm-hmm. this is a little information I have gathered. Okay. Okay. So basically, what happens is that you're buying like you pay about 220 euros, mm-hmm. right? But you're not actually purchasing any gold. Mm-hmm. All you're doing is um, enrolling in a potential payout structure. Mm-hmm. So the more people you uh, recruit, right? Mm-hmm. The 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 higher you go mm-hmm. in, the, in the food chain. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a certain number of people you have to recruit. Mm-hmm. And those people that you recruit have to recruit people, mm-hmm. right, for you to get your final payout. Mm-hmm. Now, there are, two, um, there are two plans. You can go ahead and buy the bar of gold for about 7,000 euros, mm-hmm. right? But if I want to buy gold, why would I go to Swiss Gold mm-hmm. to buy yeah, gold? I might go, I might go, I might just go, go take a trip Dubai. out to Dubai and buy gold and come back. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, Swiss Gold doesn't ship... Even if you buy gold, they won't ship it to you in Nigeria. Mm. They only ship it to the EU, right? Mm-hmm. So either you go to an EU country and pick up your your bar, mm-hmm. your gold bar, mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, so the thing is, it's it's not. It's, so you're 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 paying two hundred and twenty euros for what exactly, right? You're 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 enrolling in a plan that is that is contingent on the fact that you have to recruit people that are going to recruit more people before you get your payout. 
So at the end of the day, what are, you're not you're not selling gold. You're, you're not buying gold. You're, all you're doing, yeah, you're just you're not selling gold. You're not yeah, buying you're a recruitment gold. agency at the end of the day. And who has that time? If you have a full time job, is that are you going to be running around looking for people to well, invest in Swiss cause, gold? Because that's the thing, yeah. The way it's the way it's sold, mm-hmm. you only need two people. You literally just yeah, need two people. Yeah, I'd have to find so if that, you have yeah. so if you have two people, you get you get your initial capital. You back. will get your initial. Not just you. You get money. You get money. You get okay profit. And at that time, we haven't sold any. Sold any gold, so wh- where nothing. is this money coming but, from? And then, and then, even better, as you keep growing, your team. For example, if like I am the team leader, you've gotten your two. But guess what? You have the opportunity to get more than two people. Let's say you are very aggressive, mm-hmm. right? You have you know quite a number of people that can invest in in Swiss Golden. So instead of sticking with just those two because you've done your work, you've done the barest minimum. You keep recruiting people. Okay. So when you keep recruiting people, right? For example, I recruit two people. You recruited your two people. The two people that you, let's say they are weaker than you are. Yeah. They get those two people. Mm-hmm. Right? And then if those two other people are weaker, they get, do you get, they keep getting. So that. have you, have you invested in uh, Swiss Golden? No, I haven't. So what is stopping you from investing? This sounds like a golden opportunity. <laughs> Literally. Golden opportunity to make money. <laughs> I have no idea why. I just... Oh, you're skeptical, huh? Um, not skeptical. I'm just like, I need to have all the facts first. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what... my friend had to send me a whole lot of um, data based on this thing. Like, I had to know exactly what she was talking about. And the more she explained, the more I understood where it came from. Zafon, on the other hand, I didn't, I didn't quite get it. I didn't get the reason why I had to pay a certain amount, amount of money to buy virtual money when I have real money. It really doesn't make much sense to me. What? I mean, I mean, we can still trade in real money. We're still trading in real money. Why buy virtual money? Bitcoin. Based on the fact that maybe it might increase in value yeah, but I in mean, a few if, months. Yeah, that's, that's, that's one reason. That, that is just one reason for gold always, Bitcoin. Gold always, gold always. It's stable. Um, it's a stable, it's a stable it's sta- store of value. It's, it's a stable store of value and it always appreciates. You know, mm, sometimes it does. Sometimes it, it doesn't yeah. depreciate now, does it? Sometimes it does. Okay. Yeah. I so, mean, people, people when, when, when other um, traditional investment vehicles uh, start to falter, people always go to gold. Yeah. It's usually like, it's usually your umbrella. You just, and that's why, your that's why fees, when yeah. they rob your house, they ask for your gold. <laughs> <laughs> they always ask for the gold. Yeah, I, but, I mean, going back to Bitcoin, Bitcoin is uh, the, you can actually use Bitcoin to make a lot of purchases on the internet. Yes, I know. Yeah. I, I, Legal when, and illegal. When stuff. when they yeah. first started, when they first started, um, when Bitcoin first started, I think I remember when it, I saw it for the first time. I think it was on Amazon or yeah, um, Fiverr or something. Okay. And I saw it, and I saw it, and I was like, well, what is Bitcoin again? For God's sake! I mean, don't we have enough? ways we can pay for things. No, but the thing is, Bitcoin actually solves a lot of problems. Imagine you have to, on eBay, you, you go on eBay and you want to buy something, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to pay with dollars. Mm-hmm. The banks are going to get their cut. Yeah. Right? And the traditional banking system, I, I know what kind of charges they, they levy on their customers, but mm-hmm. you will always get a charge. But mm-hmm. Bitcoin removes all the that. banks, the traditional banking system. So mm-hmm. you can you can do it directly with your with, with whoever is selling the stuff to you, right? Mm-hmm. So and, I mean, it's, it's, I, I'm guessing it's going to be a lot cheaper. 
because I you don't have to pay all those bank charges. Because I remember when it first started out, they were even giving it out, giving out. Really? Know, yeah, they were giving out. You know, you use Bitcoin. Why do you, why do you come use Bitcoin? Giving out Bitcoin. You use, see this, you see use, this babe. You use um, I didn't know you then. <laughs> I didn't know you then. I mean, you use Bitcoin to pay and then maybe get one back or what? something like that. Yeah, there were there were there were deals like that. I mean, you could you could pay with Bitcoin, and it was I think it was just to encourage people to pay with Bitcoin. Okay. Oh, you get um twenty percent of your next um, buy or whatever. So there were, there, there were constant deals back then. So to hear that Bitcoin is now like $1,000, I'm like, huh? Yeah, I think <laughs> like how, like how did you get, how did you get from, you know, from that level to where you are right now? I'm sure a lot of people that started out using Bitcoin are probably kicking themselves right now because they're thinking to themselves, oh, if I just saved that 20, you no, know. I, heard, I, I, I read a story recently, a guy who bought Bitcoin for about close to $30. Mm-hmm. And if I remember correctly, this is me like going off the top of my head now. He forgot about it and just went, I just, he just realized he had this store of Bitcoin and now it's worth like close to $800,000. Are you kidding? But the thing about Bitcoin is that because there's no, okay, there's no central bank. It's, mm-hmm. Bitcoin is, is, there's an algorithm that issues. Yeah, but, uh, how do, but how do you get your money? If you, for example, now he that has the $800,000, who is going to pay him back? I think, I think there's, I think there's a, there's a market for people who are willing to looking buy to buy Bitcoin. I think you can find available people who are willing to buy Bitcoin. So it's just like yeah. a borough of change, but in virtual, yeah. virtual money. Yeah. I mean, in some in some in some markets, you can use Bitcoin to buy stuff. Mm. There's some there's some markets where you can there's some digital markets where you can use Bitcoin to buy stuff. Okay. So let's let's now talk about helping hands. Well, would, you MMM, be, eh? would you believe that? Is, that, is helping hands? Helping MMM? hands is something something completely different. From what I understand about helping hands, it was supposed to be a charitable organization that was mm. set up primarily to enrich its members. Charitable to enrich its members. <laughs> Yeah, that's conflict right As there. As in, like, that's conflict right I there. I already smell. So, what, what happens is this, right? Say, for example, I am I'm in need of a car. So, I go to Helping Hands and I say, okay, I need a car. For me to get to that level of getting a car, I would need to have paid in at least 200K. Okay. So, I would have been paying in money to help other people gain whatever it is that they need to gain. Like, if they need to pay their rent, if they need extra cash or whatever... So I will be paying money. It's, it, it's basically MMM, but it's, it's shrouds itself as a charity organization. Okay. So apparently, at the highest, very highest level, the first the the person gets a car and gets about sixty thousand dollars or something. Oh really? Yeah. So, um, so you pay a certain amount of money. This money goes into a pool, right? And then you keep paying. You keep recruiting people to pay. You keep paying, and you know, and then it keeps going. And then the more people you get, the higher you go on the hierarchy or on the ladder. Okay. So when you get to the highest rung of the ladder, you get a car. You get sixty thousand dollars. You get a paid vacation. I mean, like it makes the thing seem so fantastic. But and then it starts with I think it starts with like five thousand naira or something like that. Five thousand naira to get all that. It starts with start, uh, it starts like with, it start, exactly and they keep because the thing about it is that the way it, it looked really um it looked really easy from what I was reading now. If for example now, imagine if everybody that I recruited, not everybody, for example now, someone who pays five thousand naira is not gonna be the same level as someone who pays three hundred. Okay. You get. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to be the same level as somebody paid hundred because the more you pay, the faster you go up the ladder, right? Yeah. So imagine if I keep on, I keep on getting people like that, and then imagine if there's a store for all these people paying this money. Like, 
every time they pay in the money, it goes straight into one bank account, like a fixed deposit. That's the way I looked at it. Oh, they're like investing fi- the money. So they're investing the money. It's a fixed okay. deposit. And then by the time it gets to a certain amount of money, maybe like a million naira or something, then they go, okay, you know what? You reach a million, you can have your money now. Do you get? So he's the first person that gets that money. Of course. And then Always it, every every person under him is a first person because they need to now more, recruit more people, recruit more people, recruit more people. So it's like a system that never goes away. And it just, like, it's like a saving system that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an investment. It's not a charity. It's just, it's just, you know, it's just... It's, it's just a scam. It's just a scam. <laughs> and the thing about it, there's still people till today. That's why the fact that MMM crashed and a whole lot of people lost a lot of money through MMM. There's still people still going around saying MMM is the you know, it's the greatest thing that happened yeah, to can me. I, can I come in here? Yeah. Okay. I mean, the thing is, if you, if you look at it, right, all these um all these um programs have they have ideologies, right, that they try and like uh, market to the people who are going to participate in the scam. So MMM, the whole thing about MMM was okay. We we're going to sidestep the traditional banking system. Mm-hmm. We're going to help each other out. We're going to distribute wealth. But the banks thing is, were even participating. That was even yeah. Banks were participating. Uh, as long as they're collecting their commission, uh, yeah, bank charges. Banks, banks will charge you for anything. Yeah, I said banks were yeah. investing in it. Not that I'm saying banks were investing. Okay, banks were investing. I want to know the, which bank. Well, I want okay. to know the bank that was investing. I'm Let telling you, banks. Out. I'm telling ah. you, banks. I'm not going to say their names, but they know their Banks were investing. Banks were investing in this shit. No, 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 no. Pizzas were investing, not banks. Okay. The bank is a corporate entity. Okay. This MMM investment did not appear on the balance sheet. I've heard you. It was a bank officer. I've heard you. (laughs) That was his personal money. It's not his personal money. There's no way. Bank money. There's no way any bank operating in Nigeria. But proceed proceed with your gist. Okay. So, like, the thing is, the ideology for MMM was, okay, we're trying to eliminate poverty. Mm -hmm. The traditional banks are the devil. They tried to demonize the traditional banking system. Yeah, of course. And... They sold, they sold that to a lot of people. But the thing is, a lot of people that were participating in MMM were not participating because they hated banks. They were using banks to do the transfers, right? They were okay with the banks taking off 105 or 120 naira off every transaction, right? So the ideology was lost at the end of the day. Everyone was trying to get rich mm-hmm. fast. So it's not about distributing wealth. So it was, wealth. Greed. It was, it greed. was greed. And obviously, there's a recession going on. Not for mm. not for you, obviously, but how can, they, how can, they, how can you say that? We <laughs> both know what you do, so don't, even, don't let me out you. This is, don't let me no, out no, you. This is off, like, don't you let me. To, don't let me out you. You need to take this off. Let me. <laughs> don't let me out you. You need to take so, this off. Don't let me by out the way, you. By the way, by the way, by the way, what was I ready? You you made me lose my <laughs> train of thought. <laughs> So the recession is not affecting me. But no, hey, so uh-huh. the recession now, the recession has made a lot of people, their appetite for risk is high. A lot of people are willing to do anything for money. And the thing is, even people that you expect to be, to know better, to be, yeah. are, are participating, were participating in this um, program and they lost money. I mean, I had people who were, who didn't even need the money, but I mean, they were just looking for a quick buck. So, okay. MMM, it looks like it's paying out. This guy just got paid like last week. Okay, let me put in one million naira. And they didn't get and it back. They didn't get it back. But, Shit. But I mean, so I mean, yeah. What's, what's one million with this my life right now? Yeah. What's one million with this my life right now? Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, you know, there's this running joke. Like, if anybody does, if there's any fifty thousand naira that you are not using, please um, come and give me. <laughs> everybody, everybody oh will sign goodness. up for that man. Like if there's any if there's any fifty thousand naira, I know he's in. Please come and give me. Let me use. Let me do MMM. That was always the any spare any spare money that he are not using. But how can how can how can 
somebody who's um, who wants your money ask tell you that you can't invest your spare change. The fact that they are telling you don't invest your 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 egg nest mm-hmm. and invest just your disposable income, your yeah. spare change. Mm-hmm. That's already a red flag. Yeah. That's a red flag because yeah. and, and and they told you there's no guarantee. They already put I mean there were so many but I think these things were hidden at the bottom of the website where nobody was even checking. No, they out. checked it, they saw it, but they just thought to themselves Ignore, huh? this person got paid. The fact that there was proof that people were getting paid is where they got a lot of their strength and got a lot of their investments from. Mm. Because imagine if they weren't getting paid. Like if out of every say five people that paid him money, three got their money most people will not buy into it, but everybody was getting paid in the beginning. Mm. Every single person was getting paid but, until December last year. Well, how is it How is it that Nigerians knew that MMN was, I think they were in South Africa, they mm. were in China. They were in Russia. They, they, started, Russia. Off in, they started off in Russia. They were in so many places mm-hmm. and none of those um, programs were running. They all like crashed. Yeah. But, and, well, we came to Nigeria. We were, we were aware of this fact. And it, I mean, same thing with South Africa and Zimbabwe. Or whatever. We were aware of the fact that it had yeah, crashed it's, somewhere it's, else. It's moved on to another African country now, hasn't it? Where? I can't remember. But I heard it's moved on to another so African the country. Thing, you know, the, but, but the thing is, I think people that invested in MMM knew that there was a chance that it was going to fail. They were not People, people are not that stupid. I'm sure, I'm sure people knew. But the fact is, they just had a high appetite for it. And they were like, okay, it's not going to be my own turn. Let me invest my money quick and get it out fast. But he forgot Christmas. Christmas was round the way, man. Everybody needs their loot. That's when bad things happen. Everybody needs their loot during Christmas, man. See, this babe invested, my hairdresser invested the money she was supposed to use for her wedding, her wedding plans. God damn it. I said, God damn it, man. Postpone wedding because of MMM. I mean, (laughs) can you imagine? There were people, like, when the thing crashed, because I'm part of this group, um, this very friendly group um, of lawyers, and he was telling me how the guy invested 2M, wedding wedding money 2M in MMM. And now that the thing has crashed, because the wedding is sometime in January, the thing crashed in December, and and the opening date apparently was not going to be until like two days after the wedding or something like that. She's like, oh my God. That is so, like, that was so scary. Like, I, as in, I, how do you carry your wedding money? Money you're supposed to, <laughs> you're supposed to pay, pay vendors. Greedo. And then you go and give, Emma, what is wrong with you? Maybe the guy was looking. How much are you going to make? 300k? He's going to make, no, he's going to make 600k. You know, what I, you know what I think? That guy wanted to get some money for the honeymoon. That's what but I 600 think. 600k is no, that's the funniest, it's 600k. 600k will get you to a lot of places now. Mm, uh, like where? Ghana. To, <laughs> you can do a honeymoon in Ghana. And have a I good know, time I'm, just, I'm, I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking uh, that if you're going to spend it, uh, Ghana, maybe Gambia. Maybe Gambia. Gambia is like ticket is like a one hundred and forty something k now. So hotel, hotel like thirty nine. Just two nights now. You won't do now. Two weeks you won't do for only one only two weeks now. Research, research on the heat too. No, 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 no. Obviously, the guy was burning his his honeymoon. That's the only reason why I would put his wedding money into a fund. Because when I heard that thing, I was like, I was like, the guy is going nuts right now. And I'm like, you've not just lost the wedding money, but whatever potential, whatever it is you want to use that um, return for, that that um, profit for, you've lost it. You can't even use it anymore. Like He might have lost his wife too, you know, or his wife-to-be. Who knows? <laughs> the stories about about wives, housewives. Follow up on that story. Follow up housewives. On that story. I have a feeling that I girl left him. Of course she will leave him. That's the one why, right that's why, why would she leave him? Mortgage is future on MLM. 
I don't get that. So not even two, not two hundred k, not one. The entire stash. No, not two hundred k, not five hundred k. Two freaking m, two million naira. <sighs> that's just that's just serious. Anyways, so I think we've gone down, um, gone down the path of what exactly you should look pyramid schemes. Oh yeah. So now, if you're going to make it a proper investment. How would you like? How would like? What are the things you're supposed to look out for if you're supposed to make investment? Like, if you're going to make an investment that makes sense and is legit and is going to pay out, even though the risk is high or low, whatever. Mm. What are the things to look out for? I mean, we all know stocks. We all know real estate. I mean, what's what's? We all know real estate and well, there's gold. But what are the Risks attached to some of these investments. Um, real estate is constantly um, it's constantly constantly appreciating. Lands that were going for say one M in two thousand and six are now going for about thirty k, uh, thirty M right now. Wow. Uh, yeah, thirty M. One M to thirty M. Yeah. Where? Um, well, oh, we take this offline. We take this off. <laughs> we take this offline. Okay. So, so, um, so there. Are places that used to go for that amount of money and okay. and there are places that at least I know for a fact that Lekki as of um, 2000 and 2001 2000 and 2000, 2001 um, when I mean Lekki I mean Lekki phase one mm-hmm. zones mm-hmm. was about 7M 8M you know okay. now you can't buy it for anything less than 100 200 300 um, depending on what zones you're even wow. buying it from and land is pretty expensive. Um, if you are going to all the way to Beju Lekki, now those lands are about 1M. Mm-hmm. They're about 1M, 1.5. And those are like without any building or anything. There are a couple of real estate agencies. Actually, one of my friends owns one called Mano Gates. Um, free advertisement for her, by the way. She doesn't listen to my podcast, how though, much but it's okay. She pay you for She's that? not listening to my podcast, though, but it's all good. Just slide Don't it look in there. Anyway. Slide it in there. So, <laughs> so um, anyways, um, she she does like building plans. So she would build an apartment. You pay a certain amount of money mm-hmm. for a couple of months or a year or two years. And they build this. Uh, I think a duplex for you. Yeah. If, I think a three bed or a four bed um, duplex for you, or a bungalow, depending on your price range. You get maybe two plots or one plot, depending on how much you pay. And you know, these are these are running investments that people constantly, you know, buy into. Yeah, but there, there, there also stuff like, like that going out, going on in Mui, going on in Ikurudu, going on in all parts of Lagos. So. Anyways, so real estate, a lot of people go, real estate is, is the best place to put in your money. I mean, if I had money right now, yes, I would buy land. Um, can I afford to do so right now? No, I can't. Um, but it seems like a really good investment. Stocks, well, after the major crash in 2000 and, when, 2007? There was a major crash in Nigeria. I own the stocks. Yeah, I'm just saying there was a major there was a major crash in seven to two thousand and eight, yeah. and th- this led to quite a lot of people losing. In fact, I think a lot of banks are still trying trying to recover from that major crash. Is what led all the banks becoming um, having to consolidate. Consolidate, yes, that's what led to the consoli- consolidations of a lot of banks. Um, so, and it crashed basically because a lot of banks were lying about what was actually in their in their 
vault like okay this is the exact amount of money that's inside the vault a lot of banks they, they what they had in their reserves were not high enough to counteract what happened to the stocks so because of that when the minute the stocks dropped their results their reserves went mm. zilch and cbn had to do a lot of bailouts and a whole lot of nonsense so that's why there aren't so many nigerian banks now i mean there's still a, quite a number but compared to how many we had about mm. 10 years ago we had a bank a new bank springing up every almost every day now we don't have that luxury and a whole lot of banks had to come together because they had to have at least a reserve of about 20 billion yeah 20 billion per bank so any bank that you see right now has at least a reserve of about 20 billion so at least if anything happens they can you know be fine um so um so stocks and the reason why I would even say stocks is because my my dad is a stockbroker so i don't know if i should even put this in the podcast but my dad is a stockbroker so um so i do know quite a number of things about stocks i have some investments in stocks um is it astronomical no am i making loads of money no um you probably make about maybe what percentage are we looking at um depending on the on the industry like for example when when i when i i invested before the the great crash okay. so to speak so right now i haven't made any money on my stocks they're still still growing i mean i bought my stocks i bought zenibank stocks in 2000 and i was seeing uni funny enough and I, it was from the benefit was from the profit i made for my first business i oh, used to make wow. yeah i used to make a bit of jewelry that's why I start, that's why I started doing when I was in uni. So it was from profit from my first business. I invested about 100k there about yeah. So I bought it stock about 50 something naira. Now Zenith Bank I don't think it's up to 50 something naira right now mm-hmm. because it, they, it went really low at some point. So you can imagine how much stocks I had if I had invested after the crash, I'll be making more money now than I did before the crash. So that's that's how much um, that's how much I can tell you about stocks. You need to be careful. Um, you will make so much money so quickly. So, but then the money is always there. You can always sell it off. Um, obviously, if I try to sell those shares right now, I most likely will not get hundred k back. Most likely, I most likely will get about maybe fifty k or twenty five k back or something. Do you get? So that money is. So the best the best thing is to hang in there and let it appreciate again to so the level. Your investment horizon is. Long term. It's long term. Not short term. Exactly. Right. Um, there are also bonds and a lot of other things I don't that's understand. That's not a risk-free. Basically. Exactly. Yeah. If, you're buying, if you're lending money to the government, it's essentially risk-free. Mm. But the thing is, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, I mean do your research. And um, if it's too good to be true, it, it usually is, is, right? Yeah. I mean, when MMM was offering 30% per month, exactly. I mean, what are you doing that you're getting 30%, 30% to return? I, I, unless you're doing drugs. I don't see how you can begin that kind of like what are the the thing is I, I kept telling people and they were they used to always respond to me that oh they're selling ads on their website you go ads. to the website I didn't see any ads all ads. I saw were testimonies you know you have like pop up ads yeah. maybe Google put some ads some ad banners on, on really on the they're website. selling ads and yeah. that's how they're making 30% Even, do you know how much ads pay per ad about for example now if I have a website and I want to put up ads on, use Google to put up ads, I can't be making more than maybe a thousand naira per day. Can you and th- that's even if 
I and get that's high like, traffic. That's even well, the MM, high traffic. That MMM's website was getting a lot of traffic at that time, though. I mean, the, uh, no, listen, but li- listen, right? Think about sites like Linda KG and all that. Mm. Well, if they were making so much money from Google Ads, mm. they wouldn't need. To go, Martina would not need to go and approach Linda Ikeji yeah, yeah. to get like a private, you know, yeah, private yeah. back end, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, attachment yeah, on yeah, the. Yeah. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So there's no, you can't, I'm not saying you can't make money from ads on Google ads and everything, but compared to the money that you make, like personal, like I've had people come and approach me, like, oh, okay, because I have a couple of social media accounts that are pretty popular. So people tell me, okay, you know, post post this about this product mm. or this service or whatever and I do that and when the minute I do that right I get some money right I get some money for it you know I ask them okay how much you, uh, sometimes it's 30k the last one I did was about 30k for one post oh wow yeah 30k for one post um, so I did that and when I did that I got that money immediately. Imagine if Instagram started ads and, you know, they know that I have, say, 50,000 followers on Instagram. And every time people go through my feed, they see ads, right? Let's assume that Instagram has suddenly started paying me for my followers that go through my my content. There's no way Instagram is going to be paying me more than, say, they won't be paying me anything more than maybe one, maybe one naira per view or two naira per view. And let's even go to YouTube again. Uh-huh. YouTube is another thing that a lot of people seem to think that makes a lot of money. They don't, they don't pay, they don't pay that. Yeah. It's the same thing with Google Ads. Yeah. You need to, you need traffic. You need, traffic. You need and you need heavy traffic. So when you see somebody with like six million views, don't think that they've made six million naira. They <laughs> most likely have made like two hundred k on this thing, and that's what you think. You think that it's a lot of money, and you don't even get that money until you get like a hundred dollars in the back end yeah like if you get a hundred dollars like if because per view is about 10 cents oh really yeah it's about 10 cents that's even a lot i thought it would be much lower no it's 10 cents so each view is about 10 cents you would need at least need a hundred thousand views to reach one hundred dollars at least now with the with the current economy you know if you're earning in dollars yes definitely you're making a lot of money but last year before the 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 great um the great rise of the dollar <laughs> before the great rise of the dollar in nigeria um it wasn't so much money i mean you were making 16,000 yeah. 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, hundred views and the exactly of course and it was 60 it was you know because it was benchmarked at 60 at 116 um, naira hmm. yeah it was benchmarked at 116 naira at least for like it was the same for years Dollars were 160 naira. Imagine you were earning, imagine all those views you have earned 60 naira. Now, if you have a hundred, you have easily made about 40,000, 40 to 50,000 naira now. So, yeah, if you have something to say and you are beautiful, and well, you don't really need to be beautiful, but you do need to be captivating. So, if you're captivating, engage your audience and you have engaging content. Yeah. You don't go there and be smiling and be looking. You have to have something to say. Yeah, I think you. I, I think I think you should take this stuff to uh, YouTube. Really? It's your. But it's fine. <laughs> anyway, so um, I think we've come to an end of the podcast because I I really don't want this to run for too long and the fire is look sweating already. It's looking all yummy. <laughs> <laughs> it's looking all yummy, sweaty, and everything. So let me let me release it. Let me help him out. <laughs> no comments. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Project Random is still 
a private initiative. If you would like to advertise on Project Random, please get in touch via email. Um, the email is projectrandompodcast at gmail.com or you can contact me by our social media pa- um, handles. That is DA Project Random. That is Da Project Random. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Follow us on all, any of those pages, like, comment, share. If you're on iTunes, yeah, Gafar, I'm talking to you. <laughs> if you're on iTunes or you have an iTunes account, please, please give us a great review. No, That's the only way you can get people, other people to listen to my awesome awesomeness and, you know, get me that level where I can actually make it, that this podcast can actually be better than it is and we can, you know, pump in more money. So... Thank you very much for listening. Thank you, Gafar. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) Okay, bye.